0: Welcome to the Riverside Church Podcast. We hope today's message encourages you and strengthens your walk with God. Enjoy the message.
1: Today we're going to be talking about the family. And uh, well, first of all, we're so glad you have joined us with this talk tonight, church family. Um, But we are going to be talking about family during this topic. uh, Because during this time, as we are having to be in our homes, uh, we're probably spending more time with our family than we have Probably in a while, or in our entire lives. So we decided, we prayed about it, and we have decided to talk um, about our family and family values and why family is so important. And uh, we really think this is going to be impactful for the church family and anybody who's listening and tuning in online. And also, we uh, will ask you guys if you can right now to share uh, this live stream so we can make sure we can touch as many people as possible. But that being said, you're, um. Well, the first question that we're going to kick off for tonight with is uh, on the topic of family. Why, why is family so important to us? Like, Why is it so important? And that's like the first question that we'll go to kick get off with.
2: Yeah, I, I really think, I'll go ahead and kick it off. Is that okay? Yeah, go ahead. Um, I really think personally that family was the first institution that God established within the scriptures in the Bible. When i think of the family i always go back to genesis genesis chapter one uh then when god created everything that he did uh, you'll find out later on in the scripture that god had to create someone and form someone out of the dust of the earth the very essence of what we stand on is where we came from, from our origin but the spirit that god put inside of us was life and god breathed into adam and adam was alone and then uh what's amazing to me is is that He found and knew that and I think it was probably from experience you know Adam needed someone Adam needed someone to live with him to help him so God took Adam put him in a deep sleep and took the rib out of his side and then the scripture says he formed woman out of that isn't it amazing how God took the very part of our being as a man that protects all of our inward vital organs to form the woman. I think that that's the definition of the church is when when the husband can bring security and when she can bring safety and security to protect her man, to protect, to protect the man. Therefore, establishing a relationship, just like the rib that was on his side, the women in our life become the ribs. in Our protection to guide us and direct us, I mean, we know from experience that there are times that I've had to ask you some for some questions and things and guidance on things I didn't understand. And she came in with answers that would protect me. So I think that that part of the scripture in our life is vital. And so we protect the house. Yeah. You know.
1: We I think that's, you know, a great point, Pastor Bob, because why is so important is because first of all, it wasn't created by us. It's not man made, it's God made, yeah. Yes. And so, He wouldn't give us anything that we wouldn't require, and so I think there's a need on the inside of us for that family.
3: Um, yeah, you want to say something about that? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Well, one thing we were talking about beforehand is how family looks so different to a lot of different people. In fact, you know, we did a little bit of studies and research together, and we found out that 65% of children between the ages of 0 to 17 actually um, they live with both their parents. But then also 22% of children just live with their mothers only and then 4% live with their fathers only and then another 4% live with neither of their parents and that comes from the US Census uh, Census Bureau from 2018 which those are like staggering statistics. Whenever we talk about family, we're not just talking about the stereotypical family that we all think about. The reason I think family is important is because if you look at Scripture, and you look at the commandments that God gave to Moses, the first commandment with the promise was whenever God told Moses the commandment to honor your mother and your father. And it says it, and I have it right here, Exodus chapter 20, verse 12. It says, honor your, your father and your mother, that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. So that's a promise. And all throughout scripture, which is God's word to us, God's written word, you'll see it multiple times where God stresses the importance of, you know, having a strong, healthy relationship, whether that's between a husband and a wife, you know? Yes. Jesus said, you know, maybe they say in scripture, like the Apostle Paul, I believe, he said, he says, you know, make sure husbands that you love your wife as Christ loves the church. Right. And That's even right. when it comes to, like, the parents to your children. Mm-hmm. So it goes up, it goes down, it goes all around when it comes to your family. I mean, mm-hmm. we choose our friends, but God chooses our family. And at the end of the day, whenever we go from this world to the next, I
2: mean, who are going to take? Who are we going to take yeah. with us? Our family. Our family. Yeah. Our family. That's, yeah. family. That's right. That's right. And not, you know, again, security. Mm-hmm. That's what the family is all about. That's why it's so important because... The family is the actual model of what the church should be, Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and so you know, that, that goes back to, it was way back, way back to creation, the yeah. way That's God intended it to be. But That's good. Yeah. And um, also church
1: family, throughout this conversation, don't forget to submit any questions that you guys might right. have about family because right. I'm at the end of this or, or during this, we're going to be answering as many questions as we can. Um, so don't be afraid, don't be shy, submit any questions that y'all have. Regarding family, and and there's something you know, um, guys. That I put uh, about family. When I was thinking about it, the reason why it's so important because of two things. I think that first of all, you mentioned it, that family supplies um, inner security. Yes. And also supplies outward stability. Yes. I mean, like when somebody has a strong family home, or was grown out with a strong family values. Can, they always seem to be more secure about themselves. Absolutely. Because they got that security from yeah, their family. That's right. And it also seems like their lives are more stable. That's right. Because they get st- stability from their family. That's that right. makes them a more stable person. Um, and so that was taken a advice to is so important because it brings inner
2: security and outward stability. You're right, right. you're right. Most happy. of the people, I, I, throughout the years, most people that I've talked with and counseled with, mm-hmm. um, the confidence that they had actually came from their family yeah. unit, mm-hmm. out of their family. I mean, if we're going to change the world, right? Um, you have to see the family become stronger and better. And I think that's why, when all of this is done and we come and we we will overcome this and we will go back to our life that may be different, but we're still going to have to move and proceed forward. I think after it's over, the one thing that's going to make us better is how we functioned at home, yeah. how we were doing, what were we doing at home, how was our relationship. What did we do to enhance that family unit, our family unit, during this season? That's been our message right now for everyone, is right now you've got the time, focus on the family, focus on your relationships, get things in order, get things right, and let God bless.
1: I think that's a really good point, Pastor Bobby, because right now is such a great opportunity. Right this moment, because what we've seen from government officials, like, we're gonna have to stay at home for another month or so. Yes. And so that's time that we can be spending with our families like we Better. now now there's no excuse of not having time, right? That's right. There's no yeah. excuse not being around Him. Right. now you're with your family as much as possible. And I don't think I think that's something that we can take advantage sure. of. And yeah, God can use as a way to strengthen the families the whole as a whole. Yeah. And for us to come stronger and closer together out of of, of this
2: of, of the situation yeah. that can, Well possible. mom and I were talking the other night and we were saying to each other You know, we're gonna have to start holding more conversation between us. We talk a lot, Mm -hmm. but seldom have we had the chance to slow down and really ask the question, how are you doing, how was your day, and really have that time to give that attention. So we've been practicing as a couple. That's why I always go back Mm -hmm. to the couple when it comes to family, Mm -hmm. because it does, like Caleb said, it flows from the top. But before that, our relationship with God that's sure. what makes everything right. Mm-hmm. So she has to help me stay in tune with God. I encourage her to stay in tune with God. And as long as we've got that third yeah. strand, yeah. the scripture says a three-fold cord is not easily broken. as yes. yes. it's longer staying intertwined with yeah. Him, we're going to be good. Yeah. That's, good. Yeah. 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 That's really good stuff. Um,
1: Pastor John, do you want to say anything about? About the
4: family. Well, I just wanted to say um, about, you know, our, our family motto, I would say probably a lot of, people that serve the Lord their family motto comes out of Joshua 24 19 where he says as for me and my house we will serve the Lord funny thing is today I pulled out a co-worker of mine and some of my students had made me a little jar last year for my birthday and they had put a bunch of scriptures in it and I haven't pulled out scriptures in months and months and months and this morning uh, made my little home office working from home and I had it sitting there, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to pull out a scripture, and I pulled it out. And I pulled out Joshua 24:15 that said, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And I just thought that was really cool, because we were talking about family today. Just God confirming yeah. that. But, yeah, it's a great opportunity and time right now to, uh, you know, we always say, you know, make your family your priority. Of course, God first. God, family, and then we always say, church people say church. Right. Uh, but, yeah, this is really a great time to really make that priority because Absolutely. you're around each other. <laughs>
2: it's a huddle. Yeah. It, it's the huddle in the football games. Right. You know, only at the last minute when they've got a score and they're desperate for a touchdown, mm-hmm. do teams hardly huddle. Mm-hmm. But when they got time, they have to come together to come with a up with a significant place to, to get them more yardage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think in this time when the family huddles, yeah. I think afterward we're going to have be further ahead yeah. do better and yeah. be stronger. Yeah, yeah that's something yeah. I would do too that the
1: family as a whole in America, the family values the gonna grow during this time. It going to. be going yeah. close together, I think we're be under pressure, might be some stress, but people That's are right. stronger.
2: That's, That's right. Yeah. As a family unit as That's it true. is. And you know, yeah. that does, that goes back to what we've been taught by our pastors. Mm-hmm. Um you know visions change, mission statements can change, but your values should always be intact. Yeah. And family should become you know, God of course, one, but second, family should be second on the list of values across America right now. At yeah. least it will be in our home. That's right, you that's know. right. So the
1: next question, so we talked about why family is so important um, to us. The next question um, is gonna be what are, what are three values that y'all have that you think of every family needs? So what's wow. the top three values you know that you think that is, is structurally important for the family?
2: Yeah, I wanna hear from some of, the, some of our audience. What are three values you find important in your life as well, Greatest. we can see it right here on the television, and we want to hear from you as well. Three values, y'all. Throw yeah. them up on the comments. Yeah. let's yeah. see
3: what y'all got. Go ahead,
2: go ahead, son. Tell us what your first. One um,
3: so there there's you know, three
1: values that I was thinking about. I was thinking about these, and and um, of course, right now it's just Haley and I, but we are family together. We don't have children yet, but something that I've talked to her about is that we're not going to wait until we have kids to start building family values. You know, we're going to start now, right. um, we're going to start uh, implementing now, so when we do start building you a know, family bigger, then those values are so cemented on the inside of us, yeah, it just creates a culture and environment that's healthy right. for our children. So if there's three values I was every, that are important to every family, the first one I put was respect, um, which I believe is probably everybody's, you know, value that they have yes. is, is when you get that sense of respect for one another, and that, that doesn't mean that you don't, you know, joke around or don't have fun, but in a sense of respect of knowing <coughs> that, that respect of others' opinions and of, of, of your family me- family members, um, it's really important and structural for respect to be in the center of your family. The second thing I put uh, was communication because uh, I believe that communication is key. I believe that if, if you don't communicate, then you can't, right, it's that sense of family. Because you can't have a relationship with people if you don't have a healthy communication with them. That's right. and so communication is, is, is yeah. another value that I, was, that I put that I was thinking that Haley and I are building on. Is making sure that we're always communicating with each other no matter what, the good yes. and the bad. Yes. Yeah. We're not going to hide anything, we're not going to hide any skeletons in the closet with each other. Right. We're going to talk about the good. And the, be- and the bad um, together. Right. And the last thing right. I put was uh, was love, which I think is something that we all think, you know, we're part of yeah. is is making sure that our family is centered around love, yeah. that we're not perfect. No family's perfect, no, there's no perfect person, but we're always gonna have love at the center of everything we
2: do. Yes. Yeah. And that, I think when you have love at the center, it means grace. Yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna add to what you said about, I like what you said about respect. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, really, What's sacred to you is what you respect. Yeah, that's good. What's sacred to you is what you're going to put guards around and protect, and respect is protection. And I like that a lot. To me, uh, what we value in this family, and I think all, all you kids know this, that we have valued our relationship with God. We value prayer, uh, relationships, and uh, work. I think that when a family that can pray together, can stay together, a family that will work together will find purpose and be fulfilled together so um, we've been really blessed to have our children with us in ministry we really have um, God has blessed all of my kids are involved with this they work with us we do business together uh, we do church together and what we've seen happen in our family has has really been a blessing I think to other people is that we have found our purpose together and together, we can accomplish much, much more than we could on our own. So I think that that work ethic becomes a value in a family. But uh, I would say in that order. But what about here? Is anybody surrendering anything up there? Are we submitting anything? Yeah, I see
3: Jessica Pena said pray together, stay together. That's great. That's right. That's a really good value. Melinda said put God first. Yes. Um... Melinda also said, love one another. And then she also said, and always know there's nothing you can't come to your parents about.
2: Yeah, you know, I think you need to add on that going to your parents, Caleb. But let me mention that to Jessica. Let me hit on that for Jessica. Um, you're right, Jessica. The family that prays together does stay together. And this is because, remember, we have got, we've got three part of our being, mm-hmm. body, soul, and spirit. That's right. But when the spirit man is joined together with the spirit of someone else in agreement, there is a bonding that goes way past your physical and your emotional connection. That's what bonds you together. So you pray and celebrate moments in in life that that happen, things that happen well, you celebrate together. But also when one suffers or one's going through a problem, then we pray together still, and it helps that one individual that yeah. family member stay above the water. Family praying together is so important. No matter how you do it, no matter when you do it, take time to do it in your home. And no matter how short it is, it doesn't matter. The consistency of it is what matters. Yeah. Is Boy, good. it's on that with the parents.
3: So, Tom, about coming to your parents first? Yeah. I'll tell you this, living in my parents' household, like, if there was anything i tried to be sneaky about in high school it was either i revealed it to them or god had a way of revealing it to them because everything that's done in the dark will come to the light. i really believe that like god really does have a way of exposing things like he'll be patient he'll be long-suffering he'll be merciful but at the same time like your parents have a responsibility as leaders in the household to make sure that things are in order and that their children are living right. So I just want to encourage all the children out there, you know. Young adults. And, and all the young yeah. adults too. Whoever maybe you may be older now. You I know, mean, I, I know my dad has said a story how he came to his mom, like near the end of her death, and he was open and transparent about things in the past when it came to, you know, little things that he did that he felt bad yeah. about. And whenever he released that and told her about it I mean, God really, I believe, healed him on the inside in different areas that may have been hidden yeah. for a long time. And that's what the scripture says too. not just talked about you know, sinful things, maybe even about good things. Like, you need to make sure that you tell them good things, you tell them bad things. And that will also bring healing to you. Because the scripture yeah. says that to confess your sins one to another, that it may bring healing. So I just yeah. want to encourage you just to make sure that you're transparent and honest and you have an open relationship with your parent. Be, with the parents because I think transparency is such a strong characteristic. Yeah, very strong, okay. very And I had I three values I wrote down too. And here's three values that I believe that are essential to family that I wrote down earlier. Um, and that's unity. Number one is unity. And one thing I can say about unity is that unity begins with you, literally and metaphorically. Like if you want there to be unity in your household, it has to start with you leading by example bringing everybody together, making sure there's unity. Jesus even said, you know, house divided, can that right. You know, and the Bible even says that wherever there is unity, God commands blessings. Yes. yes. So we have to make sure that we're unified. And what that means is, you know, when it comes to praying, when it comes to serving God, when it comes to going to church, do your best. And also when it comes to any type of conflict or disagreement, that that is that you don't allow there to be a separation where the enemy tries to isolate you from one another because that's what the enemy would love to do. He would love to isolate you to where you're not unified because yeah. the enemy will always go after people who are isolated rather than people who are unified. Yeah. And the second thing that I wrote down is accountability, which that's a strong word and that and big word that a lot of people are, are are really proud of. Like when it comes to me and working out, if y'all know this, like I'll be verbally I'll be verbal about like my goals and my ambitions and my aspirations and like what I'm trying to do because I want to have accountability in my life. And plus, if I fail, it makes me feel worse. So I think being honest with one another, like, hey, I'm really trying to eat healthy. I'm really trying to work out. Hey, I'm really trying to pray. I'm really trying to do this or do that or whatever it is. I mean, honestly, you can be honest with them and just build that accountability. You're stronger together when it comes to accountability. Lastly, I wrote honor, you know, because I'm a firm believer in honoring up, honoring down, honoring all around. We don't honor people because they deserve our honor. We honor people because we're honorable. And honor means to give someone high respect and just really esteem them and respect yeah. one another. Treat others the way you yeah. want to be treated. That's so that's really, my opinion. That's really that's good. That's really good. good values. Um, Haley, do you have anything to say about that? No, I mean, everything like,
1: really that you said that like, I
0: agree with. And honestly, everything that we talked about, it's so hard to pick just three, but definitely respect. And I think that's something we've had to learn is I mean, I don't know, like, everybody may not have the same dynamic we do, but we work together. We're, I don't live here anymore, but we basically live together. And, I mean, you're my boss, you're my pastors. But we've had to kind of find the balance or the juggle yeah. of being respectful in our relationship. Even though we joke, we go on vacation, but, like, Right. Still having that level of respect and honor towards y'all and understanding that even though we see the bad and good of all of us, yeah. you know, still knowing, hey, there's, you're still a person, like, I still need to respect you and you yeah. still have feelings. And yeah. even though I may want to say this, that's, that may hurt you. So having a level of respect is for sure one of them for me. Communication is huge, you know. Base, may, mainly, like, quality time, too. Kind of comes into communication, like, taking the time to be together
2: and talk about what you're going through. Talk about maybe what's going on in your life. Like that's big for me. And then yeah, there's I mean, a lot I really, of yeah. Like, I, re- I really think that what you said was important. You don't take you don't take your family common. Yeah. You you don't make them common in your life. Yeah. And remember where you come from. And remember that your families you know they have a life too. Your children have lives too. Mm-hmm. But um I think that's so important. What's the next yeah. question? The next
1: question is, uh, what is one thing that you would say it would, is you do not want to have in your family? What What's one one aspect that you say I cannot let this happen
3: in my family? Unforgiveness. So yeah. One big word comes to mind as soon as you said that is just unforgiveness because the truth yeah. is there's going to be conflict. Mm-hmm. There's going to be offense. We're going to step on each other's toes. Right. We live with one another. There's going to be disagreements. But just because there's offense doesn't mean that we should remain offended. Because offense is an event, but being offended is a choice, right? Yeah. And if we're not careful, we can actually become bitter. But God always wants us to become better, right? Yeah, yeah. So the reality is, and my dad tells me all the time, you know, people don't really fall out of love when it comes to couples. They really fall out of forgiveness. Yeah, yeah that's right. We have to forgive one another, forgive another, forgive one another again and again and again. The scripture talks about it because scripture says that if we don't forgive one another, that God can't forgive us of our sins. That's right. Like we're supposed to like reciprocate like the grace that God has given us. Right. I mean, how many times God forgiven? Jesus said, "Forgive someone seven times 7. Right? Yeah. He wasn't yeah. speaking like a literal number, you add that up. That's the point. Yeah. It was just like yeah. forgive yeah. them, forgive them, forgive them. That's right. And there we can go into detail about that, you know, more and yeah. more. But I think forgiving someone, yes. getting past it, let yeah. it be water and beat the bridge, move forward, become better right. because unforgiveness is like a poison. Yes. Unforgiveness is like this. It's like drinking it's it's like it's like this. It's like you're drinking poison, like there's a rat, you're trying to hurt the other person, you're trying to hurt this rat, but you drink like your rat poison, yeah. thinking it's going to hurt the rat, or whatever. I mean that's probably not the yeah. best <laughs> parallel to a person to a rat, but I read, it, <laughs> I, read, I read it in a book a while back, but in reality you're hurting yourself. Yeah, that's so good. you're not hurting the other person, you really hurt that's yourself more.
1: Something I like to say about unfor- unforgiveness is that there's no justice in unforgiveness. A lot of people think when they're not forgiving somebody, they think that that's they think that their justice upon them. But yeah. so that's not hurting them. That's only hurting yourself. Yeah. So something I like to yeah. tell people is, hey, there's no justice in un- unforgiveness. Leave the justice up to God. Your job yes. is just to forgive people and make sure that that's not holding you back. Because yeah. when you don't forgive somebody, you're hurting yourself more than you're hurting the other. Person. Yeah, I agree.
2: Yeah. I think I think I'm going to agree with you guys as well because I'm trying thinking about what's the one thing I don't want in the family. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm going to say, I'm forgiving as well, because again, like Caleb was saying, you build your own prison when you don't forgive. That's right. You're only cap- you're only bringing yourself into captivity. Yeah. And um, it's so important to forgive. How many times have we had to swallow our pride as a family yes. and say, yes. "Hey, listen," and it really boils down to swallowing your pride. That's because right. Because all of us can say and yeah. think that we're right all yes. the time. Yeah. All of us can think we've got the answer. No, you were right. I was wrong. I yes. was right. You're wrong. Uh, it happens a lot. But uh, one thing I think you guys have helped me do is you've been... They, they, my kids know how to approach me. You know, I'm the strong personality. Well, really, all of our children, all of us are strong personalities, except for this one right here. <laughs> but but uh, we have learned each other's language, learn yeah. how to talk with each other yeah. and approach each other. Not in your face. Not provoking an argument. Yeah. But really being humble about it. Because if you want to win, sometimes it takes your losing yeah. to win. Yeah. Sometimes I think those are the winners. Yeah, uh, there's not mess of really good stuff.
1: Unforgiveness um, is something you cannot yeah. have in your household. Another thing that I was thinking um, about is is you can't allow you get your family gets to a point where they are used to not communicating with one another. Mm-hmm. I know there's there's people I've talked to, there's families uh and people talk to me about how they feel like they don't even know the people they're living with. Because they've right. yeah. gotten so used to not talking to one another. Wow. Yeah. They've gotten wow. so used to not having deep conversations, they've gotten so used to really their conversation with their, their parents or with their siblings is yeah. just about, you know, the weather and really surface stuff mm-hmm. and they've gotten used to not Really talking to one another, and uh, I think that's something that you cannot allow in your family because that's a slippery slope. Because once you get comfortable or get used to not communicating with your family members, all of a sudden then it's hard to break out of that. It's hard to break out of that cycle, and then you feel like you can't even talk to your parents. You feel right. like you can't talk to your siblings because y'all never talk about deep yeah, stuff. Right? I never that. go, you know, go deeper than what surface value. You know, so right. that's something very important, yeah. and that's something that you have to be intentional about. It's easy. Right. To this, you know, sit back and not talk about things with your parents, not talk about things with your siblings, and, and just let society or the world be the ones to talk to them about that. Mm-hmm. But I think you have to be intentional with your parents, with your siblings, yeah. um, with your children, about talking to them about things that go below the surface, mm-hmm. you know, about real stuff.
2: You know, if you really want to see how far your influence goes, see how far it goes with your family. That's right. Mm-hmm. If you really want to see how respectful or how respected you are, you've got to You got to take the temperature in your own home are you respected in your own house because if you're not respected or you're not honored in a certain sense it's probably because you haven't given it out probably because you haven't respected others you know because even parents out there um, i saw one value up there come from the garcia family about kindness Uh, kindness is a very important value to show kindness sometimes the way i show kindness is by washing the dishes. That's one of my ways to show kindness, acts of service. Uh, I, we got a we got a daughter in the house. We got our youngest one, Allison. That's her pet peeve is the kitchen. And uh, when I want to show Allison love, I, I clean the kitchen and give her a hug. And so uh, you know, the thing that I understand is is that who you really are will be proven and shown in your children if you're a parent because that's what I've always been taught and I've seen throughout the years. The children are a representation of really what, really what happens in the home. Mm-hmm. So again, God's given us a space and time to build on that, work right. on that, and to make it strong. That's right. Yeah. That's good. Is there anybody here with any questions, anything yeah. that's up there? We're
3: about to, So I, I don't know if I've seen, I think I've seen one question maybe early on. We'll, we'll address those at the end. So we got two more questions we wanna go over real quick. Haley, do Yeah, so the, so the next question is, um,
1: so as a family, we talked about how communication is key and how we always wanna make sure that we're talking to one another. How do you maintain healthy communication in the family household? Okay.
2: Uh,
1: Haley, if you wanna say something?
0: So, I think one thing that we've done to maintain healthy communication, and we're still learning how to have healthy communication, I think we're always gonna learn, whether you're married or parents, whatever, because it's relationship, but I think just making sure you're intentional with setting boundaries of respect Like being intentional with how you respond like don't just react When something happens don't like when Caleb's saying don't be offended like just don't react because you feel that way Like think about it. Why, why did this make you feel that way? Then respond in a way you know that's going to be polite to to your mom or dad like I think just being intentional with setting those respect boundaries yeah that's good. that's
2: good yeah you know i think there i think that there is some i think there are three levels to the communication part i think that every individual has communication uh barriers with god then they have barriers with their spouse and then have barriers with people in group settings so when people talk together and people begin to come together they're really just a reflection of the relationship with God. It starts with that. If your communication with God is consistent, then you're going to have attributes for who you talk to. I mean, it just happens that way. And then, you know, like I'll, I'll be transparent with everyone and tell you right now that when the Rivera family get together with the Slavics and, you know, we're, we're in a room and we're very passionate about a certain subject or topic or what we're doing with church, we are teaching ourselves how not to talk over each other. Mm-hmm. We're bad about that. But and, and most families would think that we're arguing. We're not arguing most of the time when we do talk about <laughs> things that we've got to do. Uh, you know, I, I've uh, my wife has told me so many times, calm down, calm down. I've uh, my, Dawn has told me so many times, that really, and, and when we're driving places and we're going somewhere, uh, don't talk so loud or don't be so fervent when you're talking so people are going to think you're arguing with me on the road they're going to That's think that right. you're yelling at me and I'm not yelling I'm just excited about it I want to tell somebody I have no one else to talk to about it yeah and you know so we're learning how to communicate in our family
1: yeah
2: no one's perfect guys no family's perfect we don't have it all together but the one thing we have learned to do is forgive and listen yeah and understand yeah. first understand then be understood that's the principle that we care yeah, that's good that's mm-hmm. good yeah. uh, there's one thing that I know about communication
1: um, a lot of people get lost in it but communication is a two-way street and I think a way to make sure it's healthy communication is just have the mindset going into it that I'm going to take the initiative because I know a lot of problems with people is that they say well I'm not going to talk to them until they talk to me and then, but the other person has the same mindset. Say, I'm not going to talk to them until they talk to them. Before they know it, there's no communication happening. But if you have that mindset of saying, "Hey, you know what? This is I'm going to take initiative in things. I'm gonna be intentional about my communication. I'm understand that it's a two-way street, and that I, I, you know, I need to be one just to take that first step. Uh, I think it's a good way of keeping healthy communication because you're, you're you're teaching yourself. I'm gonna I'm gonna take initiative and, and take a conversation or checking up on people That's or making sure that I'm leading healthy conversations with my family, yeah. not waiting for
2: them to do it. I'm gonna take the initiative and do it first. That's right. And even if you're not married right now and you're in a relationship, how you know you found the right one is is that communication, yeah. that ability to convey how you feel and them understand it and be able to meet that need. Right. Uh, you know, it's so important. So important to find out where you're at. That's great.
3: Yeah, one thing I'll say about communication I believe that the majority of issues and conflicts happen, unnecessary stress happens due to poor or lacking communication. Because communication is so, so important. And one thing I would say is, you know, like the scripture says, listen before you speak, think before you speak. You know, God gave us two ears and one mouth for reasons so that we can we can use them proportionally. You know what I mean? A lot of us are talking a lot more than we're listening. We're not giving the people a chance to express themselves, our family members express themselves express themselves or share their hearts. And we're not listening fully. We have to have an open mind with it. And also one thing I'll say is, you know, there's there's when it comes to communication, there's what you say and how you say it. Because it's open to interpretation if you say it in a certain tone or certain way or certain attitude. And I think that's really important. And the last thing I'll say is this about communication is, you know, parents, y'all are the ones that will set the tone in y'all's family when it comes to communication. I mean, there's a saying out there that says, you know, what parents do in moderation your children will do in excess. That's right. So if you are yelling a lot with your spouse or to your kids, don't be surprised if they yell back at you or be rude to them. And, you, you know, if you're quiet, don't you know? Just you know, don't, don't be surprised if they're quiet to you because you repent yourself, right?
2: That's right. And
3: and and what you do in moderation, your kids will do in excess. That's really good. So that's what I right. say about communication. Yeah,
2: yeah I'm going to say that's how we set boundaries. We decided to set boundaries in our family what we want our kids to live like and have we decided that that's how we're, we're going to live how we want our kids to live and it carries on i agree with that son anybody else on there anybody have a comment
1: yeah there's to there be submitting any questions y'all have yeah. we have one more question left and then at the end we're going to answer any questions have been submitted yes on
3: Facebook. be thinking of something y'all i know you all got some questions out there just Make thank of something, put it on there, and at the very end we're gonna to try to address as many as we yes. can. So we thinking right now ready. you can put them on there now. Are y'all ready for the final question? Yeah. Yes. So the last thing
1: we're gonna talk about, so we talked about the family and we talked about a lot of good stuff. I've learned a lot of stuff from this conversation. The last thing is what are some practical steps that we can take to, to keep the family close, to keep that feel that closeness, that, that atmosphere that everybody uh, that that keeps the, the family glued together. What's some practical and maybe some spiritual
2: steps to that? You know i don't i don't uh, i don't know if i have anything new to say about you know anything i've discovered me but i've always learned that uh again going back to the prayer part. Yeah, of course praying together keeps us together but purpose keeps together as well we have what makes us strong as a family is we have all found one sole purpose in life and that's to serve god and to serve others and so because of our purpose i'm going to say that purpose has been the key to us staying together and being strong our working together our same goal we have the same goal our same goal is to make jesus famous right to make him the very cornerstone and by the way if you haven't noticed yet there's a fly i have been very calm with this fly <coughs> It it buzzed in my ear, hit my head. Everybody's telling me Squad. I can't I don't know where it's at. It's making me mad right now. So But anyways, anyways, the purpose that we have together, working together for one purpose, yeah. it's what keeps our family together strong. It really is. I don't know how other I don't know how you feel about what keeps you together. Uh, you know love keeps us together. Purpose for us as well you know communication having a good time I'm gonna let y'all talk about that yeah I think um,
1: like of course like the number one thing is if you have a God-centered family that's what's gonna that's the glue right God is the glue that keeps everybody together when you put them at the center everybody goes close together it's yeah. awesome thing about, about about having a relationship with God is that the closer you get to him the closer you get to your family it seems like yeah. because he's the one who just brings everybody together but if there's some practical things uh, and some things that I remember from you know, from my childhood or from what how I grew up with my family is is really encourage people to be intentional about creating fun experiences with your family. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. like there's something that I remember my, you know how I grew up is that you know we we all we, we, we would go and we would travel or we go and maybe not out of state or maybe out but we we just go camping. Something simple but create fun experiences together. And that's the key word is together. Because yeah. when you experience something together, then you you, have, you feel like you have that bond. Of, you feel like you grow closer together when you experience new things together. Uh, and then that also gave us things to talk about, to laugh about in the future. And we, talk, we remember that one time when we went camping and there was you know ten scorpions in our bedroom. And <laughs> you know, we had all these funny stories that would say, and there was these experiences that that we, that really made us feel closer together. Yeah. So there's something that practically, I would say. Um, that would uh, that would help to feel that closeness as a family. Yeah. Go out, have some experiences, fun experiences together. If that's going out of town, does that have to be something extravagant. extravagant. Mm-hmm. It could be something like, it's going camping, it's going for to the park together. Make fun experiences together, and that would, I would really believe that we yeah. keep family together. It's probably too late for
2: most people, but for us, I'm the spontaneous kind of guy. So like tonight, yeah. we're going bike riding right after we get done with this. Yeah. And I told the boys, I said, man, let's go bike ride, let's go yeah. ride a little while down the street and yeah. come back, whatever, spontaneous thing. Yeah. But I remember when Caleb was little, Caleb used to always say, daddy, daddy, he used to love to go fishing. And Caleb used to always say, daddy, take me wishing. He never said fishing, he said wishing. So we put it on his door when he was little, I went wishing. Go <laughs> oh, ahead, yeah, You got something to say? Funny.
3: Yeah, there's a couple of practical things. Um, I don't know if anybody's mentioned this one. Yet. I don't think so. But one practical thing you could do, we kind of already touched on the spiritual aspect when it comes to praying together, serving together. Um, one thing that's awesome is, like I love seeing families in church serve together, pray sure. together, because I've seen such like, strong homes within our church, you know, by, because of the product of y'all, just being consistent when it comes to coming to church together that's awesome and if y'all don't have your whole church coming to church with you just be consistent uh, we're praying and believing with y'all that they can come with y'all too but as far as the more practical things that we can do oh and somebody says they're watching from uganda that's so cool right there um thank you for joining us The one thing i'll say is like whenever it comes to you need to have like multiple times throughout the week i would say if not like at least one time a week where y'all come together at the dinner table and that's something that we're working on, and that you know, like when it comes to coming together at the dinner table and just putting your phones in the middle of the table, you know, just like turn, put them, like mute them, do whatever, and just like have a conversation, you know, eat, right. hang out, you know, do different things. Yes. Now's the perfect time. Get some board games out, you know, watch a movie together, hang out, socialize, interact, you know, do simple things like that. And I think you, I think a lot of times our phones consume a lot of our attention mm-hmm. and focus, yeah. where we need to get our phones out of the way, put it aside, and just really spend time with our family. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's definitely
1: something that Haley gets mad at me. We're having dinner at night, and I'm on my phone. she like get in and put me in the room. room. Yeah. Yeah. She does that multiple times, but she's helping me get better at that, because we love
2: having matches. You know, uh, Frank and Patty put that up. They're having dinner together right now, and that's really important, too. Um, you know not going out to eat so much how many of you are That's actually saving some money not going out to eat so much i mean you know maybe it's time to sharpen your culinary skills right yeah but uh yeah i think the simple things practical things go a long way yeah. very long way yeah and
1: um, before we go on to any other questions like I said i think that during this time while we're hitting this aspect of the family like we had such a great opportunity because of what's happening in our uh, community, like I've been saying, to spend more time with our family, really hit that strong. Yeah. If there's, if there's yeah. ever an excuse now to really focus on your family, it's right now. Yeah. And yeah. so we just encourage yeah. everybody to just take that extra step, to be intentional, and um, because now more than ever, it's so important for that family aspect to really be stronger together. But, um, Caleb, is there any questions that people have submitted? Um, on Facebook or YouTube.
3: Come on y'all. Hey, don't be afraid to submit any questions that y'all have We have a couple questions on there your text. Okay, great. Let me check it real quick Give me a minute y'all.
2: We got a lot Sorry. of comments, but not enough questions, but it's all right If you're enjoying this right now, just keep on hey, commenting encourage somebody Can you go ahead and text somebody's
3: back here to record all the questions? Can you go ahead and text the questions to PD? Because my phone is
2: not receiving text right now. One, one thing that um one thing that I recognize throughout this season two that we're going in is that priorities are being reorganized in your in your in everyone's hearts right now. Yeah. The priorities are shifting, and that's why we chose to talk about family tonight because the family unit is becoming a number one priority. Uh, God's becoming a number one priority. That, I think that's from Melinda. That's a question. So we have
3: one question so far, y'all. But we're going to take this opportunity um, open space for any more questions. Submit them in.
2: The question is from Alinda. As a mom and a wife, how do I do that? Once you reach there, you read.
4: Okay. So it says, as a mom and wife, how do I encourage my family, my children, and husband to seek God and trust Him during this time?
2: Ah. You know linda um i'll go ahead and hit that first if that's all right guys the um the key is is that you're talking about encouragement well david was alone at many times with within his troubles and you can find it in the scripture and you can find different patriarchs also that just found themselves in a predicament every one of them would have to encourage themselves and david said in the lord well you find a place of encouragement for yourself, number one, you have to be the encouragement for them in the family. But it's like we mentioned earlier, that barrier of communication. Your prayer life, your worship life, the joy that you get from those sessions with God are going to spill over into your family. And some things you don't have, you don't have to be preachy. Uh, you don't have to push anything down their throat, and you know and you know the proverbial eating the greens right at the dinner table forcing your child to eat something they don't like well the spiritual life is a lot like that and some people think that you have to become religious or dogmatic in a way to force your beliefs down your loved ones but that doesn't work what works the best is loving them and not being ashamed to express your passion for God and going to church or worshiping God or what you listen to, what you watch, um, whatever it may be your lifestyle will speak volumes and the joy that comes out of your life will be so attractive to them uh, it will whet their appetite. That's why God called us to be the salt of the earth and the light of the world. Uh, salt it, it's a fact. Uh, I've been out to, to ranches before and I've seen this big block, white blocks out there and I asked the the, the rancher, when I was with him a while back, what is that block? He said, that's a salt lick. I said, what's that for? And he said, well, then them cows need to learn how to go to the water. And sometimes they need that salt lick to get them thirsty. So they will go get a drink. Mm-hmm. And so you're the salt. Yeah. You're the salt of the earth. And by simply being sincere and being consistent, you will find that what you have on the inside is very contagious. That's good. Right. Very can, contagious. Can I say one thing
3: about that Yeah. Real quick? Quick question for y'all. You know, right now or in your mind, think of the five sermons that have impacted and changed your life. Like the top five messages ever. Like think of them right now. Like You have to write down the title and all that. Or think about it. But I'm sure that most of us, we, we can't think of the titles by name, exactly the five messages that changed life. But if I asked you, what are the five people that impacted and changed your life? You could probably tell me those five people right off the bat. Because the reality is, Christianity isn't taught, it's really caught. So Christianity, it's really caught more than it is taught by other people. You know, so I just want to encourage you to continue to live life. Continue to keep the faith. Continue to move forward and press on and deepen your relationship with God. And it's contagious. It's contagious. So yeah, that's
2: good. Absolutely, yeah. And there's there's a lot to be said about that, Melinda. But thank you for that question, and everyone else for joining us. I think tonight was good. Uh, Tonight was practical. Tonight was different. You know, being outside of church. But listen, don't forget in this season right now, be consistent. Jesus mentioned three things that he didn't. He said when you do it, not if you do it. He said when you pray, right? When you fast and when you give. Those are three things in our life that we have to be constant in. Communicating with God, be self-sacrificing so we can recognize what other voices are that try to come against us. That's what fasting does. Fasting does that. It helps you hear the voice of God, ignore the other voices like your flesh, and temptation, anything else that may occur. Prayer supplements your spirit, or it gives you strength and gives you courage. But the last one is giving. Giving is a form of worship. Giving is a place where we include it in our life. So we want to encourage all of you to be constant with your giving. Continue to support the local church. If you're watching and you go to church someplace else, we're going to encourage all of you right now. Continue to support that ministry because this is a very vital time. We are actually, and I can say this for other pastors, that we are literally working more than we did when we did have this coronavirus going on right now. Because of the work that goes into social media, being creative with services to keep you connected. So the local church is working hard right now on your behalf, calling, visiting, making sure that our elders are okay. And if you know someone that needs help, hey, text us. Put it on the message. We are meeting the needs of all of our elders in the church, calling them, making sure they're not without. Broadcasted it out live. We haven't put it out there, but we we are on the front lines with you guys, and we're praying for you. So listen, let me just give you, there's four ways you can give and be constant with that in your life. Four ways. You can do it by text, You can do it by reoccurring giving. You can do it online, and and sometimes, and you know, then you can just do it by mail. In fact, here it is right now, and it's so easy to do. But we we beckon you. We tell you, please continue to support this ministry because we are making a difference, and we want to see God continue to work. And when this is all over, we're going to come together stronger and be better at what we do, and this is what we do best, life with you, life with Christ, yes. yeah. life with Christ. So does anybody have any other things no, to just take?
3: I'm so excited for this Saturday, y'all, with our prayer drive and everything we have planned. And this Sunday, don't forget to join us live, this Sunday at 10.30 a.m. we're going to be going live on Facebook, I know we had Facebook difficulties last Sunday. But we're getting, we got all the kinks fixed and everything. So we want you to join us this Sunday and also this Saturday. Saturday at 5.30. Spread the word. It's going to be awesome. If you're not going to miss it, we love you guys. We're praying for y'all. That's why I Yeah, saying. we
2: love you guys. Let's pray a blessing Let's over here right now. Let's just join together and pray. Father, thank you for the church. The church is not a building. The church is a group of people. We've seen that time and time again, God. But now is the moment when this is really being proven. And we really understand. We're getting just a small feel of how the New Testament church functioned. God in the most powerful moments in the scriptures as well is when they came together with one mind and one accord. So though we're apart, let us all keep God and bless our audience. Bless our church family right now. Bless their minds. That they have the same mind that we have. That we have the same mind that you have. A mind for Christ you said perfect peace have they that trust you that depend on your word we trust you Lord we trust your your word let your spirit God begin to work in the lives of every believer God that we come in contact with and for those listening and watching right now we ask you to bless their homes bless them with protections Let the blood of Jesus be covering them, Father. Bless those that are out and have to work and go out in the fields. Bless them with protection as well. Strengthen their immune system and God block them from any bacteria or virus. We speak that right now in the name of Jesus Christ. We declare that the works of the Lord that we're not through. That God, we have more to do. And we thank you for the grace to do it. God bless everyone listening tonight. In Jesus' name, and everybody say amen. Amen. Amen.
0: Thank you for listening to today's message. If you liked what you heard, be sure to subscribe and share it with a friend. For more
4: information about who we are, visit RiversideChurchTX.com.